0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gamble's podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Toco, we are finally back. We have finally got things straight uh, and couldn't happen at a more exciting time for us. You and I are both riled up for this football season.
1: Yeah, I think summer vacation's over. It's time to get back to work. I mean, I think I'm done traveling to baseball games for the rest of the year. No longer going to different states for that. So that's good. That's good news. But now it's football time. We are 24 days away from the first game of college football.
0: God bless baseball for, you know, keeping us uh, alive uh, through. And now we're back. We're here. It's football season. We've got college. uh, Exciting time. Uh, NFL is going to be a really good season. Um, I think we'll probably start here with some college uh, previews first uh, before we get into uh, NFL. Um, You know, just taking a look here You want to talk about the Pac-12 today?
1: Yeah, let's talk about the Pac-12 They've been in the news a lot recently As kind of a meme
0: (laughs) Or the Pac-9 as we're calling it now
1: (laughs) A funeral, whatever we want to call it But basically, this is really The last defining year of the Pac-12 Which is sad to see I mean, do you have a favorite Since we're talking about the death of this team Do you have a favorite Pac-12 moment? Or Pac-12 team?
0: Mm. I mean the Reggie Bush USC team was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, uh, Washington, Utah, nope, nope. Uh I hate Oregon. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh when I was really young, I can remember Colorado had a really good season that was kind of fun. Um I had
1: a weird religious holy roly guy that was like Yeah, that's another story. That's another controversy in the world. But, yeah, that's back when Colorado was decent.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's basically just uh, the USC division, you know. Um, You know, every once in a while, there'll be a decent team. uh, But for the most part, and it's definitely more competitive this year. um, But it still does feel like it's USC's division. As long as they don't screw it up, they should be fine.
1: Yeah, my favorite, I think, of all-time Pac-12 team as a gambler. Was the Marcus Mariota Chip Kelly Oregon team? Uh, you knew when you won the bet when they were like three minutes in the game and it's already 16 to zero, and you don't understand how it happened, and they went for two twice, <laughs> and you're only three minutes in the game, so that's how you knew you won the bet. I just I was like, oh, I don't even have to think about it, I could turn this off, watch the Longhorns lose to whatever team that night. It was fine, it, th- those yep. were the days. That's probably my favorite time. Uh, I hated the USC. Trojans. I still do. I cannot stand them now, more than ever. But you know what? You're right. This is theirs to lose. I think. If we're, I'm after doing a bunch of research on this, it's theirs to lose, and we can jump into it now. Do you want to start with USC?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, we we know they're going to have Caleb Williams and a lot of really good players. Uh, They picked up some good transfers, Uh, much like my Florida State Seminoles. Uh, They were active in the transfer market. Um, and uh, I don't know, I mean you know, Pac-12 does have some other really good offensive teams, so probably will come down somewhat to their defense and also maybe playing in a a couple hostile environments, but yeah, outside that, this lines up pretty nicely for them.
1: Yeah, and so I think the only real key loss I think we need to look at for Caleb Williams and things like that is Jordan Mackinson going to the draft. Uh, Stud for them, basically a key part of that offense. A lot of a lot of receiving yards for him, a lot of that. But honestly, I think it's next man up. There's a kid named Taj Washington will be the next stud for USC. So keep an eye out on that. If you're doing any kind of prize picks games like that, he's probably going to be the number one wide, uh, wide receiver for them. Other nice. thing is, is that they also got um, a running back, I believe, from Arizona, Dorian Singer. I could be mixing this up, but there's so many damn transfers going on in the world.
0: Um, was it Arizona? I thought it was a different team. It, yeah, could, it could have been.
1: Is, I'm sorry, wide receiver, not running back. But they got another wide receiver from Arizona that is now transferred to USC. So kind of an interconference transfer there. But look out for him. That's a really good pickup or a good transfer portal thing from there. Yeah. Dude, and I think honestly, when we talk about Lincoln Riley football, we, we always know that he is terrible on defense. Like that is historically that team's problem. But they yeah. had, I mean, right now, they currently have nine defensive players starting that were starters returning this year. They got three transfers, one from A one from uh, a couple lower level, not Power Five schools. But I mean, it looks like they bolstered up on the over on the off for that.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking here at their odds. You know, uh, USC uh, on the low end plus one seventy, on the high end plus two hundred, like. I absolutely think they're going to win, but also I don't like those odds. Um, This might be a a division to sprinkle some on uh, another top tier because I don't know. I I don't want to wait a whole year for a plus two hundred (laughs) bet.
1: That's just not
0: my style of gambling.
1: And here's another shitty thing about this: they're over unders right now on Fanduel, just for like the way I reference it on win totals. Over nine and a half is minus one seventy.
0: And they're playing how many games? Uh, 12?
1: They're playing 12 regular season games, right? Now, I can tell you right now, I have two losses on their schedule. Ooh. Ooh. Potentially three. Now, this is kind of hot take Jordan right here. I still like what this team's done. I think they have built a better team. But I do see them as a punk-ass team that I think if we saw anything from the Pac-12 game, they got their asses kicked by a Utah team. Utah is a good program, but they're not nearly as talented as what USC has. So nope. maybe a second year coaching from Lincoln Riley, he gets better. But I can see right now on the schedule, I see two, maybe three losses. So I don't hate the under at nine and a half. And Interesting. I can break down the schedule for you right here. So their first three games here, yep. I'm sorry, first one, two, three, four, five, six, six games, they're going to be six and out. They play San Jose State. They play Nevada. They play Stanford. Stanford has lost their longtime coach. They're working on a rebuild as we speak right now.
0: They play at Colorado.
1: (laughs) Okay. They play at Arizona. (laughs) They play at Colorado. And then they play at Arizona. Or they play at at home in Arizona. They play at Colorado. If they lose any of those games, sell – Sell every USC stock you have. Cash out, hedge, do whatever you need to do. If they, lose, if they start 5-1, and one, this is not the team.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That, that being said, I think their first road game is going to be a bitch. Going to Notre Dame, that is a very hostile environment. Classic rivalry game in college football. Notre Dame has picked up a couple guys in the transfer portal to make better. Notre Dame's defense, studs. They've, they were good last year. The biggest concern was they didn't have a quarterback that was functionable. Now they got Sam yep. Howell from Wake Forest. And you remember last year how Wake Forest put up like 70, 80 points a game. Love Wake.
2: Wow. Yeah. So that's That,
1: that's in my opinion, tough loss going from West time zone to Eastern time zone. I don't. There's all kinds of weird psychological things there. But that's going to be a tough game. So yeah. October 14th at Notre Dame, look at the spread on that. I mean, I can't predict the future. I can't say Notre Dame's going to be awesome with new Sam How, but I do think that will be a tough road match. Uh, next game up, we have Utah. Utah's had their numbers for the last two games. I think last year Utah beat them. Utah beat them forty-three to forty-two, but they were at Utah, and then they beat the shit out of them in the Pac-12 championship game, forty-seven to twenty-four. Now, partially, I think that was a Caleb Williams injury. I don't know if that's hundred percent. The exact reason it it just depends. Yeah, I think Utah's a this... number, but I do see USC getting their lick back on that one. I do think they should win at home against Utah.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it's at USC this year, not at Utah. Very yeah. different environment.
1: <laughs> Correct. Then what? Next game's Cal. That's a bunch of nerds playing football, so we can just say that's an auto win. Oh, uh, Washington. This is USC's homecoming game. Yep. Washington's not a shit team. They're 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 no. black. Michael Penix Junior is a stud we we'll talk about them more later. I think this is another questionable game for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still see them getting to 10 wins, but I don't see them in the college football playoff. So
1: I think that's a fair uh, point. I think, I think there's other teams in this conference that could actually pull off a, a playoff appearance.
0: Yeah. I mean, just for me, I like Washington better. Like
1: Washington as well. I think that's better
0: odds-wise. Uh, Utah, I would like, but they have a brutal schedule. But we can get to that. But um, I guess, who do you have then for number two? You have Washington?
1: Yeah, I think Washington's a questionable game, but I really think their third loss. So let's say, then, like, if I'm Joko Damus here, I think it'll be a close game against Notre Dame. They may lose, maybe a very, like, three-point game. I think it's a very close game for Washington. I think it's a very, very – I think Oregon beats them, and Oregon at Eugene. Yeah,
0: I could see all of that. Um, Yeah, it's really going to be Oregon and Washington vying for that 2-3 spot. Um, You know, I probably would have Washington a little bit ahead. um, But, (laughs) you know, Chip Kelly will every once in a while have those years. Uh, Oregon could make a run.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if you look at the game last year, UCLA, USC, what it was a very close game, I think. I have my notes right here. Eh, 38-27, not... Wait, no, 48-45. 48-45 was the last UCLA-USC game. I mean, UCLA has bolstered up as well. They have taken advantage of the transfer portal. Chip Kelly might be back. I mean, that could be another loss. I, You could potentially see this being the most overhyped, hey, this team's going to make be a college football playoff guaranteed, and then they go 8-4. and four. Yeah, and you're
0: actually saying, kind of selling me, selling me on the under right now.
1: I'm just saying from the value you get of nine and a half wins at plus 138, I think it's worth a, a – for a long-term bet, I think it's worth it. Honestly, okay. if you hate USC, it's going to be fun cheering against them for four or five games.
0: True. Um, what I liked about the Pac-12 is I don't think anyone is going to get to like a 1-11 record. Like I, th- I think, I think three wins, wins. – I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, I think you
1: you have three candidates for really terrible teams. Uh, I got Cal, Stanford, and Colorado.
0: Is there no scenario where Colorado starts 3-0?
1: Let me get their schedule popped up real quick. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they play what, TCU? No, they're going to probably get smoked by TCU. Okay. They play Nebraska. I think they get smoked... By Nebraska. Really? Yeah, I, I trust Matt Rule as a college coach and I will ever trust Deion Sanders as a college coach. Now, five years from now, if Deion proves me wrong, then I'll probably eat my words on that, but I like Matt Rule a lot better. Okay. Then Colorado State, I mean, I mean, even with a terrible Colorado team, I think the last, they're 13-4 and four straight up over the last, what, 17 games against them. So that might be their one and two. Lo- there, there might be one and two going into the first three games. The moment. But they're going to get some Oregon. I don't Those know things. why. I
0: just have this feeling that, like, a, this stupid Colorado team that's been a thorn in FSU's media side for the past year is going to be like 3 and 0 getting USC and game day coming to Colorado uh, for some big game. And I don't know. I don't know why it bugs me. Uh, I always loved Deion growing up. He grew up like, like a half a mile from where I lived. Uh,
1: oh, Deion's a – he will always be a Florida State legend. He will always be a Mount Rushmore, Florida State guy. So I get the love for it.
0: Yeah, it's just hard because the Travis Hunter thing still bugs, bugs a lot of us. But, yeah, I mean, we'll probably get over it. He's still Coach Prime.
1: So here's my thing, and this is where college is different from NFL. Colorado is basically almost going to be 50 to 60% what transfer portal kids, right? Maybe more.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: There's no preseason. Yeah. Their first game is going to be their first real life in practice. I, I think that does affect these. And I think it'll take them a long time to get all like synced up together. So I do see them. And I, honestly, when they start what one and seven, there's probably going to be a lot of kids that don't buy in. And I think that 19-year-old attitude of like, ah, fuck it, what are we going to do is going to carry on throughout the entire season.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So that's my thought process. I mean, right now, Colorado's regular season win totals is three and a half. The under is minus 154.
0: Okay. Now, uh, just to play devil's advocate here, is there any more hilarious scenario based on the past week than... Colorado somehow being good, winning the Pac 12, and then leaving the conference.
1: If there was a three way tie for Colorado, USC, and UCLA, yes, that would be great. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking here at the odds. Colorado is uh, only 15 to 1. Um looks like everyone's consensus is Stanford will be the last place team, um, just betting wise, at least. Um, Oh, wait, is that 150 to 1? That is 150 to 1 to win the Pac-12. Sorry, not 15 to 1.
1: Those are pretty shitty odds.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, 150 to 1. That means Stanford is 250 to 1. Oof, they have have fallen.
1: (laughs) So I, I will say I think Colorado does get Stanford. Actually, let me double check if they're even on the schedule. Stupid as that sounds. Yeah, they play Stanford uh, October thirteenth, and it's at home. It's a Friday game. Yeah, we'll okay. chuck that one up as a Colorado win. So I think right now, by then, they're two and two and five. Then they play hmm. UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona, Washington State. I think that's. One, two, three, four, five, six, six losses.
0: I don't know. I just can't see them not getting to four wins. But hey, we'll see.
1: You got good value on that. If you want to wait all the way until Thanksgiving to cash on that, you definitely could.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, Anything else about the bottom of uh, the division of the Pac-12? Anything before we head into the the middle, the middle pack where literally anything could can happen
1: I'm trying to look at this real quick
0: Cal obviously not not big on like he's a bunch of nerds
1: a bunch of uh, it, nerds in a pack 12 conference it doesn't make sense i think that really needs to be like uh that team needs to move to the mountain west
2: interesting
1: um i like uh, Washington a lot this year
0: yeah yeah we'll go to the middle of the pack uh I that's the middle
1: pack we're talking about
0: Yeah. I mean, Oregon, Washington, Utah, maybe even UCLA if they got hot, you know, could all overtake USC, I think. Oregon State, I just, I'm not quite a believer in that. Neither am I. Washington State, those are just kind of like average teams, in my opinion. Um, you know, Washington
1: State got the Clemson quarterback, DJ Ugalagalea, whatever. Um, You know my opinions, and if you listen to the show from a year ago, I still think he's a piece of shit. I think he might be one of the worst college quarterbacks of all time. Uh, I don't see Oregon State getting any better.
0: Sorry about that. A little technical difficulties. Um, Yeah, yeah, they have a DJ ukulele.
1: Yeah, I don't see Oregon State getting better off of that transfer, so I can basically throw that team away. Correct. Correct. UCLA, they've bolstered up. Uh, Utah, I'm a little concerned about. Cam Rising I think had an ACL tear in the Rose Bowl, but they're saying he's going to be back. That seems like a way too quick of a process. Maybe technology's gotten better. But I, mean... I will say this. Uh, Jaquindon Jackson is their running back right now. He was a former quarterback, now turned into a running back. He will probably... I don't think he'll make like any kind of Heisman noise, but I think there will be like a lot of noise around him being just like one of the top five running backs in college.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm sorry. We're getting all over the place here.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, uh, my thing about Utah is just the schedule's pretty hard. You know, they're at Washington, at USC, at Oregon State. Not not ideal (laughs) from a a schedule-making, you know, uh, perspective. Um, And then they have some interesting uh, games – They play the Gators and Baylor. So I think with the
1: Gators, they're playing a rebuilding team since what they lost their main quarterback. Uh, Mm -hmm. That game last year was awesome. If we remember that week one game.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was.
1: was 26-29. I think it went to like double overtime or something like that.
0: Yeah. uh, I I don't think it'll be quite that exciting this year, but still.
1: I expect Utah to do well. I mean, they build up their defense on these Miami kids like every single year, I feel. I think it's Bugatti Boy 3.0's defense. But other yeah. than that, Baylor, that'll be a tough game for them just because they'll be in Waco. I don't know. I don't know. Waco and Utah probably seem like very similar towns.
0: <laughs> probably be right uh, I don't know. There. I've heard I've heard much better things about Salt Lake City than, uh, than Waco, uh, Waco, for sure. Fair. But... Um, okay, and then, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it in Oregon. as uh, so I was talking about off the pod. Bo Nix uh, seems like his 10th year uh, in college football, uh, seasoned veteran at this point. Uh, pretty sure he was uh, still playing in college when uh, Bud Light was the king of beers with What's Up commercials. <laughs> um, it's, it's been a long time for him, and, uh, you know, this is his last shot. Uh, we know that offense will be pretty good um just kind of can they put it all together um you know they definitely have a, a decent shot uh, odds wise they are the number 2 favorite to win that division
1: hey what if i told you that there's a quarterback in this conference that's been here longer
2: no Cam longer Rising. than uh-huh.
1: was a 2018 college uh, UT football, Texas Longhorn football quarterback room guy. Played a game, then transferred.
0: But, yeah, but also, was okay, so he played a single game. Bo Nix was a freshman starting quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, right, for Auburn. Like, so he's played five, now this will be his fifth full season.
1: Yes, that is true. He's got 47 games played versus Cam Rising has. 27. So, I guess that is different.
0: Yeah. Uh, I call it the uh, Jerry McNamara uh, award because, uh, Cirque's basketball, like, uh, I just felt like Jerry McNamara was on their team for 10 straight, like, <laughs> NCAA tournaments somehow. So, um, which was funny because when I was saying that, I looked it up and he's actually the head coach now at Cirque's. I have no idea. Yeah. So,
2: good for him.
1: You sure? But is? also, got a pretty. Interesting schedule.
2: Who does? Sorry. Oregon's got a really pretty
1: interesting schedule. I just looked, I turned the page and looked at it. Sorry, I got ahead of you there.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, are they, you said they're. they have USC at home, correct?
1: They got USC at home. They're on the road at Utah. They're on the road at Washington. They're on the road at Arizona State. And they're on the road in week two against Texas Tech. Ooh,
2: interesting. Now,
1: weird shit happens in Lubbock.
0: <laughs> you sound a little bit uh, emotionally scarred there.
1: I'm always emotionally scarred there. It's weird. Like, no matter what school you talk to that has to go on the road on Lubbock, weird shit has happened to them. There's never like a normal game there.
0: For Florida State, that is uh, our NC State. There's nothing more terrifying right. than a Thursday night away game at NC State for a Florida State fan. We just go, oh, shit, something's going to happen.
1: Yeah, this this one seems very – I mean, this looks like a very 9-3 and three type of team. I think that's a pretty easy discussion there.
2: Um, yeah. What are
1: their win totals at?
2: Oregon's win total is also at nine and a half. I feel like the unders
1: the right bet there because uh, I'm just going into this thinking like, okay, worst case scenario, they lose to USC. They lose to Utah and they lose to Washington all on the road. Or those two games on the road and they lose to USC at home.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while you're doing
0: that, I'm looking at the Washington schedule. Basically, Washington actually has a pretty favorable schedule other than the one away game at USC. Which but they I get think... Utah and Oregon at home.
1: Yeah, if I'm picking a long, like, and I don't know if there's necessarily what's called a long shot if they're three to one, but if I'm picking like a value play here, Washington to win the Pac 12 seems like my pick. I mean, they uh, had a really good season last year went eleven and two. They got seven offense returning back, uh, seven starters returning on offense. Eight starters on yep. defense returning. I mean, pretty solid uh, against the spreads record eight and five, profitable.
0: Nice. Uh, one thing too, uh, when we do our division previews, I also mention who has the best odds. So UFC, if you want to uh, bet them, go ahead and go to FanDuel. Uh, Washington, uh, you actually have much better odds, uh, plus 375 to win the Pac-12 at MGM. Um, other ones, uh, looks like Oregon has the best odds at Caesars, and Utah, if you really want to go that route, uh, DraftKings. So it's interesting how uh, all these different books uh, have a little bit juicier odds on different teams. Well, that's a, to be expected to, to some degree. Uh, yeah, Colorado, 150 to one on FanDuel. So just throwing that out there.
1: I mean, Joe, you, you can you do like whatever you game. want with your money, but that sounds like an awful idea. <laughs> uh,
0: I think I saw um, uh, Shadura Sanders is 200 to one. Where did I see that? I know I saw it somewhere. Yeah, he has 200-1 to one on FanDuel for the Heisman. So
1: if we're talking Pac-12 betting right now, something I'm looking yep. at real quick, mm-hmm. I do like the 6.5 plus 650 for Washington to make a college football playoff appearance.
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. But in order to do that, they have to win the Pac-12. Right. I so you know. might as well just bet that instead of betting them to
2: win the Pac-12. You said it's yeah. plus 650. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So no, if you like really Washington, uh, if you like Washington and you want to go with us on the pod, uh, go ahead and, and place that one instead of the Pac 12. Okay. What are the odds for uh, USC and Oregon for that?
1: So, USC to make a college football playoff appearance is plus 230. Oregon mm-hmm. is the exact same odds as Washington. I think we both agree. I think Washington might be the better team than Oregon this year. Yeah, you said it's, it's plus it's, 650 it's, though. Yeah, both are plus 650. Washington and Oregon plus 650. And I'm just looking at So,
0: you theoretically, you could also gamble a little bit and sprinkle on both, and then you're just betting against USC and also well, betting that the conference won't have a complete shit show where everybody has three losses. But,
1: right, and this could be like a whole Utah situation where, like, okay, they they lost four games, but or they lost three games. And But they got to go to the Rose Bowl. So, I mean, not necessarily a playoff. I, that could very well happen to all these schools where they all – I feel like this might be a conference where they all cannibalize themselves. I would even say yep. like it, each team go like USC, Washington, Oregon. Oregon State could all have three losses.
0: Is there a bet that no one uh, from the Pac-12 goes to the playoff?
1: That would be cool. Let me check. Season specials.
0: The playoff is, uh, correct me, uh, I'm having a brain fart, 18s this year, correct?
1: No, that's going to be 2024.
0: So it's still how many teams? Four?
1: Four. It's still the same as last year.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 So you then one I would one be. What year just, uh, of this? If they had a uh, Pac 12 not to make the uh, football playoff.
1: Now, if you are a big US- USC guy, I'm looking at a season, especially on FanDuel. If you think they go undefeated and they win 13-0 games, plus 470. That seems like a terrible line there.
0: Yeah, that's nowhere near enough odds.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. This is regular season games. Plus
2: 470. Yeah. That
1: still sucks. I mean, you might as well just take the uh, safer bet and go with the Pac-12 to win.
2: 100%.
1: Yeah, uh, nope, not seeing anything where it's saying, like, okay, uh, I'm scrolling down, seeing if there is any, maybe not yet, but maybe later in life there will be.
0: Okay, uh, anything else on the Pac 12 that you got?
1: It. Uh, we talked to Oregon State a little bit about DJ, Oga, 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 Oga. Um, <laughs> I think Chip Kelly and US, UCLA will be decent, but not good enough. I that's a Potentially, like an eight and four type of team with a bowl game appearance, maybe lose that bowl game, shit like that, right? Yep. Um, I think they'll be a side in like some of these teams' backs. Like, I do think they'll give USC a run for their money, and they're going to be the team to play spoiler all year long. Yep. Uh, Cow's a bunch of nerds. Wait, I don't even want to look at them. If anything, I'll just bet the under. I think that might be one of the worst teams there. Uh, Arizona. They lost a lot of kids in the transfer portal. I mean, they went 5-7 and seven last year. They have a much tougher schedule this year than they do last year. And would it be shocked to take the under on that on the team total wins? Okay. I'm trying to pull that up real quick. I had it earlier written down. Yeah, four and a half wins. I could see this team going four, four and eight. I think they lose to Mississippi State. I think they lose to USC, Washington State, Oregon State, UCLA. Hell, this could be a Colorado win. But then they lose to Utah. So what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Eh. So I, got, I counted six like auto losses. So maybe they just... Hell, maybe the over is the right way to go. I don't know. I don't have much on Arizona. Arizona State, they have a new coach. Maybe they are better since they're not giving other teams plays away to get their coach fired. I mean, they went three and nine last year, and that's pretty impressive with that kind of thing there. And their over/under on that is also four and a half wins. I don't think they get much improvement there.
2: Yeah. No,
0: um, I mean, I'm actually a little bit excited now. This has got me excited for a little bit for the Pac-12. Plus, obviously, the whole uh, shenanigans going on in the past the past week or so, um. Be interesting to see. There's a lot of reports that in the next twenty-four to forty-eight hours, or by Friday uh, afternoon at least, that Arizona might be joining um, the Big Ten or Big Twelve. Sorry, uh,
1: that's kind of been in the talks. I think we need a basketball school to replace Texas. And I, I, as as dumb as that sounds, I think that's a real big thing about that. I think Arizona is a more academic versus Arizona State, so I think they like the Big Twelve likes that
0: true yeah yeah there's Uh, a little bit of uh national prestige i guess with arizona that doesn't exist with arizona state
1: arizona state i will take the under on their win totals of four and a half i've kind of just counted it out of my head they're losing to oklahoma state usc washington washington state utah ucla oregon and then i think they get upset by arizona So they will literally end their last one, two, three, four, five, six games as losses. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, Anything else for the Pac-12 preview? Uh,
1: Not much that I can think of. I think we talked about every team at least once.
0: This could be our last season of uh, Pac-12 After Dark, so let's enjoy it. Um. Yeah. Okay. You got anything for uh, baseball today? Um, I just uh, made a post as well. Uh, fantastic. No run first inning lineup today. I don't know if you've taken a peek yet.
1: Let me take a quick look, but I'm sorry. I took a drink of water and I remembered one last bet.
0: Okay. What you got?
1: If you go to passing props on Fandle and go to Caleb Williams passing yards his over under right now is thirty six, uh, three 3,600 yards. I think, I don't he, think he should go over 4,800 last year. Wow, so that's pretty low. Even if he doesn't play two games or gets hurt, I still think he can get over that. And that is pretty yeah. even on. So I do like that. Um, so I'll, that'll be my last one on the Pac 12 there. And give me Washington gotcha. as the Pac 12 champion.
0: Okay, I'm with you as well. Um, I'm kind of torn between sprinkling on both Oregon and Washington, but I do just like that Washington schedule uh, a little bit better. Um, so yeah, we got a little upset pick, uh, which is funny because we, we opened talking about how great USC is. But uh, yeah, um, okay.
1: Uh, I'm kind of selling on, to, on them. I just think they're they're too hyped right now.
0: Yeah, that's all. They're still going to be a good team, and hopefully, at least they're fun to watch. Yeah. They, they yeah, were pretty fun last
1: year. Let's hop into baseball. Let's see what's going on there. I haven't okay. taken a look. I did All post right. one play already pre-show. Um, I like Joe Musgrove to get over five and a half strikeouts against the Rockies. They're the seventh worst against right-handed pitchers in baseball. Yep. So that's why I'm okay. leaving it that way. Uh,
0: how about I'll, I'll just throw you out some pitching matchups, and you tell me guess um, run first inning or no run first inning. Oh, yeah, let's go. Guardians-Astros, Bibby uh, versus Blanco. Which way would you lean?
1: Sorry, you broke up right there. Can you say that one more time?
0: Uh, Guardians-Astros, we got Bibby versus uh, Blanco.
1: I actually kind of like the no-run. I I think, I mean, Guardians just got no-hit last night. Yep. The Astros put up a whopping two hits last night, so bats are cold. Yep. Um, BB's not a terrible – he can get the first three out pretty consistently. And the Guardians are not good at hitting. So I I do think that's a good no-run first inning right there.
0: Okay. Uh, What about – we got Zach Wheeler and Bryce Garrett. Let
2: me look at their numbers real quick. Wheeler
1: is – uh, I feel like the Marlins. Every time I bet on the Marlins, no run first inning, it seems a cash. Um, yeah, I would say Wheeler shit is decent enough. I you got what and your top four batters in the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, I feel the, like that should be a no doubt, no run first inning for at least the Marlins side. My scare would be Garrett throwing to Schwarber, Harper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, lean, we'll see. I'd lean no run first inning there. I would lean, but I do think I'm, I'm more scared of the Phillies. I, if, if I get through All the right. Phillies inning, then I should be fine.
0: What about Garrett Cole versus Shane Mack?
1: That's an auto. Did you say Garrett Cole? Oh, that's a good matchup today. All right, yeah, no run first inning. i even take the under on that. Yankees yep. can't
0: Ooh. hit. We're locking in. Uh, Joe Ryan and Daniel Hudson.
1: Joe Ryan's the death of me this year. Dakota Hudson?
0: <laughs> yeah, Dakota Hudson, sorry.
1: Other, t- like other teams that are just really shitty at hitting right now. So, yeah, I'd also lean no run first inning there.
0: Yep. Um, and uh, last one, a little bit of uh, maybe a surprise, but um, Wade Miley and
1: Mackenzie Gore. Give me the yes run first inning. Oh, okay. Okay. I I think the national team is being slept on way too much. They put runs on the board. Uh, Same with the Brewers. I mean, Brewers aren't as – I mean, they're leading their central, right, or they're up fighting for that, so I guess they get a little bit more attention that way. The Nationals aren't good, but, like, they do have a good – like, Lane Thomas is a stud. He's been hitting the shit out of the ball lately. There's there's a lot of good hitters on that national team. I think that's an up-and-coming team for the next two, three years.
0: What I hate about the Brewers – is that i don't have any reason in my life to hate the brewers i just loathe them for reasons that make no sense at all i don't know why
1: they're just fucking there
0: yeah they just exist they're in the background or they're like i don't know i don't even know how to describe them but uh okay cool um anything else you have for baseball today
1: yeah give me three seconds i'm trying to pull up my Written down picks here. I got okay. lost on the page here. Um, I like the. Let me make sure I'm at the right thing. I kind of like the Tigers to win today. Uh, we got Erod pitching against the Pirates. Pirates haven't been great. Erod's been really good, and that guy actually wants to stay in Detroit. So give me the Tigers money line minus 125.
2: Okay, I like that. Um, White. Sox. Do we have a? Uh...
1: What's up?
0: I was going to say, do we have a kiss parlay today?
1: <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, but even yesterday's kiss parlay for me because I did Rangers and Padres, and the Padres made me sweat that one out. Um, I'm looking at the Rangers and White Sox because that's kind of like just a homer pick for me right now. Mm-hmm. We got Dylan Cease and Dane Dunning going tonight. I sort of like the under on that, because also, same situation as kind of Astros and Guardians yesterday. Hitting has been fucking terrible. Uh, I think for four innings, we had no hits and no base runners. So uh, I don't, and we only had, the only runs came on the board were from two solo home runs from the Rangers. I like the first five under four and a half, and you're getting that a really good value at minus 105. Rangers have a pretty beat-up lineup. There's no Corey Seager. There's no Jonah Heim. Uh, Ezekiel Duran's kind of banged up right now, so he's in and out every now and then. You're you're getting the Diet Coke of the Texas Rangers batting lineup right now, so this is a good time to start taking their unders because they're going to be priced very high for the next week or so until Corey Seager and Jonah Heim come back.
0: Yeah, getting Seager back will be huge, uh, and hopefully that bullpen can just hold on. <laughs> Not, no, not the uh, most reliable, uh, unfortunately. But um, okay, uh, well, that's all I got today. You got anything else? You got any women's World Cup? You got any uh, other tennis bets going on?
1: I just bet the under every time there's a women's World Cup. Just bet the under. No teams to score. It's I don't know how people watch it. I really don't. I I've given up. I know we got Premier League in what like ten days less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do my absolute best to try to get into it this year. I don't think I can, but we'll see.
0: Did you figure out uh what team you're gonna support? I,
1: I'm I'm a Spurs fan. Go Spurs go. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, well oh boy, do we have a uh, soccer season for you then? <laughs> I'm I, I, I just
1: know. I'm gonna wear all my San Antonio Spurs shit and just be like, dude, I'm a Spurs guy at this bar.
0: Yeah, so I don't know like, how what the the reference for the Spurs would be who's a really uh, decent team who never finishes in the top four in sports.
1: Uh, I kind of like your Minnesota Vikings. You know what? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they,
0: they are the Minnesota Vikings uh, of the Premier League. Uh, I love that, actually. Uh, I can't wait to text Chris in that one. Um, Okay, well, uh, that's all we got for today. We will be back Sunday with our Big Ten preview. Uh, hey, man, and... sorry,
1: I got one last long shot for you just because I'm feeling squirrely today. I'm going to call my shot kind of Babe Ruth style. Okay. I have a three-leg parlay here. I'm going to round robin it. I want Matt Olson to hit a home run. Ryan Mountcastle to hit a home run. Jesus Christ. And Nolan Arenado to hit a home run today.
0: My three, like, okay well my finished team will be very happy with that um okay cool well that's all we got for today's episode uh check us out we're going to be on a wednesday sunday schedule um sunday probably we'll post out some previews and then during nfl season we'll do recaps uh and then wednesdays will be college football and uh, some nfl look at stuff so Um, Thank you to everyone for subscribing, liking us, checking out the show, talking about the show, spreading the show around. Uh, We'll be back uh,
2: on Sunday. Thank you, guys. See you.